0: Alright, everybody. Hello, and welcome back to Ruthless St. Radio. I am your host, as always, Mr. Nick Burnow. Joined this week by John Rupp, the Mark One King, and also this week we are joined by Logan Simpson. Guys, how you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. Not too bad.
1: Yeah. I'm all right. Uh
0: finally fixed my focus you did what now oh uh, i fixed it i tapped the head hey it's fixed it's drivable that's good
1: yeah i missed i drove it drove it and i missed it and i about i yeah. about like had like the biggest smile ever
0: oh don't you love that remember I, uh...
2: oh i'm sorry <laughs> No, you're good. I say, I, I didn't fix my car. I mean, I, it doesn't break, but I put car mats on it. The car mat's in it. There you go. Those diamond ones. <laughs> yeah. Do How do you like those?
0: I have them as well, and I love
2: them. I say, I, just, I literally just put them in uh, right before this. I literally got done an hour ago, 30 minutes ago. Oh, I
0: got you. So you haven't driven them. I've been them waiting.
2: Anymore. You know, I've been waiting a couple of months for them. I, just, I, got, I have the Husky... All weather ones, and I just oh. got. I'm getting ready. I want to post them up for sale or something.
0: There you go. No, I, I uh, I've had the diamond car mats for I don't know. I want to say a year or two, and they hold up great, and um, they look really nice. Um, are Dalton,
3: they the Are they they
0: from Diamond Car Mats? Yes. What happened was was Dalton got a set for his uh, S or SE. Can't remember which yep. trim level he has. And it got lost in the mail and they sent him another one and then the other ones showed up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I got the the other ones and I paid him I can't remember what I paid him, but they were stupid simple to put in. I love how much it covers. And they've yep. held up really well, actually. Yes. Uh my, my biggest thing is like
2: my driver's seat like even like the stock ones did it or actually no the stock ones didn't do it because they have those little hooks.
0: Yeah. But the, the they like they roll up into the clutch and into the pedal. Yep. Yep. The thing I like about so the diamonds won't do that. So what's really nice about the diamonds they go up uh under the pedal box, which is really nice. Yeah. Yep. And then because of how they um how they the hook clips. in mm-hmm. uh they actually don't move
2: yeah, I say because uh, the WeatherTech ones they worked great, but where like I mean, I drive the car a lot. I mean, it just hit ninety five thousand miles, not like I don't know, last this past weekend, yeah. but like my my WeatherTech mats are starting to like the driver's side's curling up just a little bit, and the fronts will actually kind of like pop up and like I like hits the back of my pedal. Like I don't know, just I don't like it. They just they need to they need to sit and
3: relax, like open right. and like
0: look. So, so, yeah, the, the diamonds shouldn't do that, so you should uh, you should be pretty pretty happy with those, I think.
3: Yeah, I put, like, two
2: things, the Velcro, they sent, and then, like, the extra clips all on my driver's side, yep. so this should be good.
0: Yep, and then uh, I, I, I love how the the back mat goes up the back of the seat, over yeah. the, the hump in the middle. Yep, and then, like, so my, cool. my, mine even had, like, little flap
2: things that, like, went under the seats themselves.
1: Yep. Yep.
2: So yeah, I was pretty I happy you, with it, man.
1: I wish I could have something like that.
2: Yeah, dude. I everyone's like, oh everybody runs them. Well, I mean, they look good and they work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. They, uh, they look fabulous. They they work really well. And they hold up really nice. I just started noticing the driver's side one will get a hole in it after a while. Yeah. But that's because well, you're clutching I've... in and out. yeah uh, I'll just I think you can buy just the front
2: so if I ever need to replace it it is what it is but I mean so I don't know I thought about getting like a a stock mat and putting it in there on top of the diamond mat on at least my side but I don't know it might slide around too much
0: yeah no I I think that will slide around too much because mine mine has like a little grippy part
2: on the driver's side in the middle yeah
0: wow so this week, we are going to kind of elaborate a little bit on one of the points we did last week. And what we did last week was we did, um, we kind of talked about first mods for track and auto X use. Um, well, now we're going to talk about, uh, the name of the episode is When the Rubber Meets the Road. So we're going we're gonna to talk about some tire stuff, we're going to talk about some brake stuff uh and we're going to go through not just track and auto x applications but we're going to go through a little bit of uh heavy touring um and we're going to go through both the Mark 1 and the Mark 3 for those Mark 1 people out there but before we get into that I need to thank some people, pay some bills. So, as always, uh a great sponsor of this show is the Car Spa. Uh, The Car Spa, located in Springfield, Ohio, is run by Jeff Howard, a pretty good friend of mine. Um, He does everything from your basic uh, wash, wax, vac the interior, to full-on ceramic coatings. As a listener of this show, if you use promo code RUTHLESS, uh, when you schedule with uh, Jeff, he will actually give you 10% off of your uh, service, which is really cool. Um so if you want to check out some of his work, uh maybe take a look at some cars that he's done cuz he's done some really cool stuff. Uh hit up the car spa on Facebook. Um there's a there's a group and there's also a business page and then or you could go to the Com Again, that's the Com The car spa, your car needs this that was a pretty good one this week i like that one
1: <laughs> well my car definitely needs it sometime soon
0: my you know so uh my car needs detailed as well so i'm actually going to be getting a hold of jeff here pretty soon myself to get kind of a uh, a uh winter uh before the winter hits spray well, the shit get, off I, and you know i drove to
2: Gatlinburg and back so i win.
0: I mean, I'm doing probably well, multiple trips down south next year, so I will. no I mean I, I we just got back, is what I'm saying, yeah, no, I know, I know you just I'll got get, back from how uh, was I was gonna ask how was slammed enough?
2: It was great, dude, I'm going for sure again next year, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I was supposed to go, but uh <laughs> we all know
0: how that went, yeah, yeah, we all know how that went, so so I don't know. Logan, have you done any uh, brake upgrades to your car?
2: Uh, I got the R1 ceramics uh, calibers and rotors and then the ceramic low dust pads. All from R1? Uh, Yeah, it's all from R1. I mean, it's good. I mean, you can't beat it for the price when they have, like, the discounts and stuff and Mm -hmm. sales. You can't beat it, man. I'd
0: love to do the Brembo front package upgrade,
2: Um, and then I need to do steel braided lines
0: and all that. Right, right, John. What do you got on the fr- on your uh, Mark One? Uh, I have, uh, I have like the gold ceramic, just
1: whatever AutoZone has. The gold ceramic, like brake pads, and then I have, uh, I wouldn't say they're cheaper, but they're like kind of like the knockoff sports rotors. They're slotted and drilled, uh-huh, but they're still made by Duralast, but, uh. I mean, they're decent. I wouldn't. I, I want to do S SBT rear end, uh, brake caliper, and do calipers all the way around or rotors all the way around. But other than that, I mean, it's pretty much
0: stock. So, the the cool <clears throat> thing about brakes is, and I and I've noticed this just from going to uh, PRI the past few years. The sky's the limit. like everything else, right? So the brake setup that I currently have on my ST, keep in mind it's a, uh, well, up to this year, it was a uh, G-Street prepped SCCA car, so I can't do that much. I could not change uh, rotor diameter or rotor composition, meaning I couldn't go to like a carbon rotor or uh anything like that. I couldn't really change the overall design of the rotors. So right now, they're all factory blank rotors. But I do have um I have uh StopTech sports so the sport pad on the rear and I have the street pad on the front. When I did that, we also went through and changed. We didn't flush. We changed the OEM. Uh, I think it's the PM420. Something like that. The high performance dot 4 brake fluid. Uh, we went ahead and changed that as well. As far as where... It's going from here. Um, So I am moving up to, in the focus, I am moving up to STH. Um, So that means I can do a little more. I can change the diameter of the rotors. I can change, I can go to vented, or uh, I can go to drilled slotted if I want to, and I might. I don't know if I can do the RS front brake upgrade. Uh, I don't know if that's allowed in the class. I hope it is. I have to double-check, because that would be very nice. Um, but then I'd have to change wheels and tires, and that's no fun. Because I don't—correct me if I'm wrong, Logan, but I don't think the uh, RS front brakes clear the uh, 18s, do they?
3: The snowflakes, no.
0: I know they won't clear the snowflakes, <clears throat> but I don't think they'll clear any 18, will they?
2: No, they'll clear some 18s. It just depends. Um like I know, people running eighteen Inky and two hundred and three with them, and they're fine. Hmm. Interesting, um, but the it'll work with the, uh It'll work with the snowflakes and the premiums. You just have to run a spacer. It's not as much as the width as it is the brake clearance of the, for the rotor. I was going
0: to say it's the or it's not, the, or the, not the rotor, but
2: the or the, the caliber, caliber. Yeah,
0: yeah. You just got to run a caliber. little
2: bit of a space. Yeah, you just got to run a little bit of a spacer to get your wheel out a little bit more. I think it was like a. Five mil or something, you have thrown. Oh, that's not bad. No, it's not bad that's at all. I mean, you can get, like, I think you can literally get the entire front Brembo set up from RS for like six or seven hundred
3: dollars off of uh, Rock Auto, shoot. I think. Yeah, Rock Auto. Like, for, yeah, for, 600 for,
0: those that, for those that don't know, because I actually legitimately <clears throat> don't know what goes, in, what goes into a Mark III uh, RS front brake upgrade from an ST. Like what do you gotta what do you gotta take off your ST and then change to R S parts?
2: It's literally just the rotor, the brake shield, the bracket, um for like the the brake shield and caliber and all that, or the right. rotor. The the brackets are different. Um the caliber. I don't think the brake lines necessarily change, but you should upgrade those anyways. Right. With the with the <clears throat> two steel. pistons. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's literally just the rotors pads, break like the calibers,
3: the bracket, the dust shield I so think so, so, so
0: to be more specific, you don't have to change the master cylinder, the booster, that kind of stuff.
2: No, I no, say so you don't need to change all like this, it. so it's honestly, I thought about when I do it, I'm just gonna get the two piece rotors from. I think it's R one that makes them. There's a couple for the RS, mm-hmm. and and they're just run those. I mean they're crazy expensive, but I'm just gonna run those instead when I do it and just add like five or six hundred dollars to my total.
0: Right, because I'm thinking I'm thinking about eventually going to the RS fronts, but for me I'd want to go to RS brakes all around. But aren't the rears well, the same?
2: The rears are the same caliber, but the rotor is a half an inch larger. You okay. can get them. You can actually get a Mazda 3 bracket off a of Mazda 3. Uh, I can't remember. I think it's a second gen.
1: Uh-huh. I'm pretty and sure that's co- the same thing that, uh, that uh, ty- oh, not ty- Jesus. Uh, Taylor said last
2: week. Yeah, and you can put the rear rotor
0: on from the RS on your ST and okay. still use the
2: same caliber.
0: Okay. That's interesting. I'll have to keep that. Im- that's, that's actually good info because I – I legitimately didn't know – you can't find the info. It's not yeah. very widely known what goes into that.
2: That's what I'm really – I'm literally looking for the list of all the parts you exactly need right now for my phone. I cannot find it. All I right. literally had it all saved.
0: So we'll we'll come – we'll circle back to that on a future episode because that, <clears> that, I'm sure, is one of the things that will come up again. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where I want to go. As far as uh, immediate plans, pending class rules, uh, I am going to go to a bigger front rotor, probably. Not much, because it's still got to clear an 18-inch wheel. Um, But at least, even if I don't go with a bigger front rotor, I am still going <coughs> to do at least slotted rotors. Yeah, mine slotted. I don't do the drilled. Yeah, I, I don't want to do drilled, because uh, drilled rotors have a habit of cracking. Yep, especially under especially <laughs> under high time. heat loads like uh, what I do. So, yeah,
2: what's well, so this? They, they say like, oh, they don't do it anymore because like the chafered edge is their design. Yeah, they might not do it, or they might be a lot stronger to it. But that is a weak point in a rotor that Correct. no other that no other style of rotor has.
0: Correct. Yeah, yeah, that's I I don't recommend drilled rotors for anybody. If anything, I'll recommend the slotted rotors because the slotted rotors are nice <clears> because <throat> they keep the um the the build they keep the rotor from building up and they keep the pad from building up, which is really nice. So that's why I would go to slotted rotors as opposed to drilled, but personally for the me, slotted rotors are really nice. Personally for me though, I've had no problem with just blanks. You know, yeah. sure they create a bit of dust, but uh, overall, I I don't have issues with blank rotors. But yeah. I would like to go to a set of at least slotted. I think all yeah. round would be nice. So this to well, R- be my R- last R1. set of
3: blanks. R one
2: has some really good ones.
0: Yeah, I, that's actually where I bought my rear rotors from because I could get carbons for like. I think my carbon rear rotors were like 69 <clears throat> bucks for the pair. Yeah, you can't beat the project. So we're going to give those a try and see what happens. And then um, as far as brake upgrades, uh, I'm actually going to go to Hawk uh, HPS.
3: <clears throat>
0: yeah,
2: I definitely need to find a pad that has less dust because these low-dust ceramics, they are not low-dust at all.
0: So, I mean, you don't do any hard driving, though. So, I mean, I, I would say I don't do
2: any. I mean, I go to Hawking Hills and all that, and I, I when I drive curves, I drive curves. Like I know how to throw the car on a curve.
0: Okay, okay. Let me rephrase. You don't not, autocross. <laughs> no,
3: because that's a completely
0: ex- different application. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I don't know how. How often do you go autocrossing? Um, when I did it in the focus and next year, uh, when I do it in the vet, I'm going to go at least once a month. Yeah. I say, how many times do you usually go on the track? Um, a given day, uh, a typical regional you're on anywhere from, I don't know, we'll say, we'll say five to seven runs depending. and what is it, like
3: a five-minute five run?
0: No, no. A run is like... Two minutes? Not even that. You're probably at, depending on the track length, you're anywhere from 45 seconds to 64, 74. I don't know. It It, it really depends on track Ooh. layout. So usually you drive a total of like 10
2: minutes on hard curves?
0: Yes, but I'm trying to go from like 60 miles an hour or 70 miles an hour to like nothing.
2: Yeah. You, when, I, when I have my Hawking Cruise, I'm going to have one. I I promised everyone I'd have one this year. I've just been so busy. Come to it. Everybody's
0: been busy. <laughs>
3: right,
2: so I, well, I give people – I have a page. It's called uh, – Talking Appalachian cruises and like I've done two other ones. I used to be like really big into it, uh-huh. and like people from all over. and I ran it with alongside Grove City Car Scene, but Elevate with all the shows everywhere. And then COVID the like, last year and a half has just really been fucked. It's just it's been hard like keeping up with it. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna have one more. When you come down to that, it's like it's. I mean, it's nothing like Gatlinburg was. Like the tail. Like I didn't get it to go to the tail because it was raining. But like all yeah, you of don't those roads do that in the rain. <laughs> Yeah, all of those roads down there are crazy curves. I mean, all of them. Like mm-hmm. even the highway, even the highways are two lane, crazy curved highways oh, that go sure. through the mountains.
0: For sure. Um,
2: but yeah, we, I do hawking. Like I literally lived five minutes from All-Man's Caves for three years, two years. So I and that 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 right there is right there by the Car and Driver Loop, which is the number one. Uh, it's like number one in Ohio, top five for Car and Driver magazine. Uh, to test cars on they they test them there all the time and i i hold cruises on that loop it's a 3.8 mile loop three left turns and it's crazy crazy driving for i mean that i'd say a good 15 minutes a loop yeah and i i would do that loop five to ten times Probably every couple like weeks, I mean, like just put throughout the week, I mean, I would hit it cause I'd just get bored or driving in between here there and Athens or there in Logan, you would hit part of it. yep, so like I, I when I say like I mean I literally like put my car through some hard curves. If you go down there, that's like it's like gatlin like how Gatlinburg is everywhere, mm-hmm. but it's just in that specific area of Hawking Hills, right. It's a really really fun drive. I mean, i went through brake pads in a weekend pretty much.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't burn through brake pads that hard, but— Well, it's not, it's not the front pads. It's the rear pads because of the torque vectoring. Correct. So... Like, dude,
2: swinging around those big, long curves, man, it just
0: clamps on those outsides hard. Yep, yep. And, and, and so, actually, when I autocross, I actually <laughs> turn the traction control all the way off. Does that turn off the brake vectoring? No. Unfortunately, okay,
3: okay. That I was is, gonna that said, is like... the
0: one nanny. So it leaves two nannies on. It leaves the brake vectoring on, as far as I know, and it also leaves on the ABS. Everything else, it shuts off. Yeah, but can't you? what, what about when you? Go into sport mode when you hold it. So sport mode leaves the it leaves the nannies on, but turns them down. Um, <clears throat> sport mode. I always put it, I always hold it down and
2: to put it in sport mode when I do all that stuff.
0: Yeah, so I actually shut all that off when when you autocross because even in sport mode, when you're trying to pull yourself out of a corner, uh, say yeah. say I'm doing a ninety degree corner and I slow down to almost nothing, when I m- immediately mash the gas to get back on it, it will still pull. The computer will still not give me. One hundred percent throttle and it will hesitate. Really? Hmm. Yes. So to combat that, you shut the traction control off, which turns the stability control off, uh, which fixes that problem.
1: Hmm, okay. You, know. you guys and your ABS and all your
0: fancy gadgets. Oh please! <laughs> you should have ABS on that car.
1: Uh, I actually don't. The manuals don't have ABS. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm. Pretty positive it doesn't have ABS.
2: What year is it? 04? Oh, 06. Hi. Oh, 06.
0: Hi. Uh, when, I, I, when was I've ABS looked, was I, a requirement though? I, at thought, some point, wasn't
1: it? I, I thought that the... I thought that you, Originally, and then uh, I think that the guy at AutoZone like reassured me that it doesn't. The 06
0: uh, ZX3 doesn't have it.
1: But the sedan and the wagon do.
0: Huh. See, I thought the, I thought the Mark Ones all had ABS on them. Interesting. Wow.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think it's like ha- because the ZX3 was only produced like at the beginning of the year. Of oh, 06. yeah. So okay. that would make I think sense. that I think that they switched to using ABS around 2006.
0: Yeah, that would like mandatory. That would make sense. So, what we'll go around this, we'll uh talk about this then, too. (coughs) Um, John, what tires do you have on the on your Mark One?
1: The Toyo, hold on a minute, I actually have them pulled up.
0: (laughs) They're not R888Rs, are they? He have have freaking tires worth more
2: in his car. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i don't know about
0: that but i mean
1: those tires are at least 185 it's the, of it's the, toyo, the
0: toyo r1rs oh the r1rs okay yeah like the
1: r1rs the, he thinks two, you got the 200 much, aas the triple no the, no, the triple. oh my god the triple a ones god that'd be yeah that's more than that's what i said that'd I'm be almost as cars. much as me building an engine for my car <laughs>
0: I mean, well, I so... think they're
2: like they're like what two? They're at least two hundred a piece. Maybe probably three hundred. Two? Uh, no, I don't I pay... think they're
0: two hundred. I, I... I think they're, I think they're in the two hundred of... twenty class. I think
1: I paid two hundred two
0: for for mine. A Wait,
3: we...
1: a piece you paid two hundred? Yeah, it would have been two hundred two a piece. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's like We're with like cheap. everything <laughs> rotation and everything though. Dang. Oh, well, okay. Also, rotation t-
0: also too, John. What? What? Um. What's your tire size on a mark?
1: Uh, it's a, a 15. <clears throat> oh, my God. You're making
0: me think. I know. I think it's a 285, 55, 15. Okay, but bottom line is it's it's compared to what what Logan and I are running their donuts. <laughs> yeah. Because they're a 15. Um, I actually think it's even Cause, smaller. Because we're, we're on 18s i'm on 19s oh so yours is even worse
1: 245 they're 245 50s 50s. okay so they're low pros
0: well yeah they're gonna be what uh what tire do you run logan i uh shoot you asked me too fast i mean you should have known it was coming (laughs) That's
2: what oh, I'm I know. saying. I, I wasn't I was, prepared for that at all. <laughs> I was like off the subject. I was just kind of scrolling my phone, looking at some other things. Um, Federal five nine five super streets is what I run. Oh, two. A, so you cheaped out? I, I mean, they're not no triple eight Rs, but they're better than R one Rs. <laughs> I mean, I can't agree.
1: Tire, I can't agree with that statement.
2: His, <laughs> his tire is gonna last a lot longer. I mean, it's a freaking all season. No, mine's really? a
0: summer
1: tire. Mine's a summer tire. Oh my god! Yeah,
0: our our well, they're, ours they're, is they're, summer tires, and
1: they're one of the actually worst rated tires that Toyo has. Why yep. did you get them? Uh, it was I just the deal I had I, the deal I got them on. I, I thought it was worth it, and then I, I shortly realized real quick that that was like the shittiest thing I probably could have done. <clears> I <throat> I've
2: had I had the, the Achilles 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 uh super sport twos. Those were cheap tires. They were great tires. Um, But I was only running two fifteen thirty five nineteen, 35, 19, so there wasn't a lot of grip. So then I went, I used to have Firehawks in 245, 40, 18s when the car was on the stock wheels, but it rubbed a hole in my fender liner. Then I switched currently to the 225, 35, 19, because I have to have a, just a little bit of stretch. I can't have them poking out past the wheel because with the air and everything, so.
0: Fitment, fitment.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's not a crazy stretch. It's literally like one step down. Like, the RS comes with 235, 35, 19, and I'm
3: only
1: doing
0: 225,
2: 35, 19. Oh, that ain't bad. So, so really, it's not a big difference.
0: I don't even think mine really even stretch. So, So, I have two different sets of tires, actually. <clears throat> so, the... And I don't have these on the car yet. I gotta get off my butt and do that. But... My Everyday Driver um, all season set, I had a set of DWSO6s from Continental. Um, then I've got, so now I've got a hodgepodge of DWSO6s on the front, and I had to scrounge, had to put a couple of my uh, 615s on the back to make them last, because I had an alignment issue or something, and burned through two of the, the Conti's. But, my replacements, I went on uh tire rack, and I got the Riken Raptor ZR. So, for sub-200 a tire, they're supposed to be really nice three, well, they're supposed to be a budget 300 treadwear all-season Michelin tire. Because Riken is owned by Michelin. Mm. Then, my race set, I have a set of, they're 245, 40, 18, uh, RE-71R Bridgestones.
3: Bridgestone. Not many people are on Bridgestones.
0: And that's the set that I race on, and those are, because they've only got, like, two events on them, they're, like, brand new. But like I said,
3: between
2: between the Firehawks, the Chellies, and the Five Nine Fives, I love the Five
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't like giving money to a Chinese company personally, but that's you know personal issues or Korean or wherever they're from over oh, there. Yeah. But cool. I, a, a lot of people run those. I don't know anybody that autocrosses that run those. <clears throat> But I know a lot of people run them for the straight line grip.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're not bad. I mean, they're just—they're not great in the rain. But then again, what summer tire really is?
0: Um, you don't really want to ask me that question, but okay. What <gasps> question? I'm sorry. I, I, what summer tire I is good in the rain?
1: Yeah, don't uh,
0: don't ask me that either. because it might suck ass. Uh, well, no, <laughs> I I know a summer tire that's really really good in the rain, but it doesn't last you very long. Well,
2: I mean, the Continental Extreme Contacts—they're—they're they're really good. Actually, I think they might be an all-season.
0: Um, um, they so the the Extreme Contact is the summer version. The dws six <clears throat> is the all-season.
2: Okay, yeah. Well, the Extreme Contacts—they grip up great in rain. Yeah. I, I know several people running those, and they swear by them, but they're so expensive. They're like 240 a yeah, tire.
0: Yeah, that's that's why I didn't replace my DWS-06s with more DWS-06s because they were so expensive.
2: Yeah, you're looking at like twelve fifteen hundred dollars 1500 for a set, man. man. Yeah, that's just holy like, crap. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're Conti, so they're really good, but they're they're not cheap. They're, they're, they're like not cheap that. tire.
2: I'll last for a summer tire like crazy, but like they're regular all seasons. They like ninety thousand mile warranties on them.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it I don't know if it's the fast food or what you said, but I'm about to have a heart attack from that.
3: <laughs>
2: like hey, ninety thousand miles, you would you'd, you'd buy five cars, John. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just about. <laughs> uh, Ouch. Well, there was the fifteen, twenty thousand that one. Let's go get another junker and swap over to
1: everything that, yeah. <laughs> But... Hey, I've done it. A, I've done it a couple times. I, I said,
3: "Yeah, yeah it's,
2: it's probably cheaper for you to buy just a whole car and just move your your mods over than it is to buy a freaking motor for." Like, this well, movie.
1: I can pick up like right now. I have a dude that uh that has an engine for like one hundred and seventy bucks, but what? I want to go get it. Yeah, he has a Duratec two for like one hundred and seventy dollars. It's right on the edge of PA too. Damn. I drove to PA
2: once in my seats. It was nine hours each way.
0: But, but yeah, so, like, as far as what I would do, unfortunately, at the moment, <coughs> um, unfortunately, my set of RE-71Rs are going to be my first, and also my last set of RE-71Rs because they don't make them anymore. Unfortunately, so you're gonna have to go with like an AO52, which needs a lot of camber, or you could probably get away with the RT660. But the RT660, I don't know any focuses that run them yet, as far as like an autocross tire. And the thing with any autocross tire, because you're looking at a 200 treadwear tire. They don't last you very long. They're maybe... May if you decide to drive on them, they are maybe a 30k tire. Yeah, they're, they're, they don't, they're not designed to last long. They're designed to give you lots and lots of grip.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine are like... They almost feel like low-compound tires. They suck so bad in the rain. And then... Yep. God forbid... If you're like on like a really curvy road, because the tire, the amount of tire wear when I get done, like especially my inner sidewall right now because of my alignment, yeah, uh, it's just dog trash. Like it, it's literally probably the worst I've worst set of tires I've ever owned. So I definitely would not recommend them.
0: Yeah, I I would definitely recommend the RE seventy one RS. I mean, it, it's going to be application specific, sure, but it's an all around good tire. Um, if you can find them, uh, good luck. If not, <coughs> a good alternative, um, I would say the RT six sixties are good because the the six fifteen K pluses that came before it, uh, lasted me. They were my race tires before the RE seventy ones, and they lasted me a good two two and a half years before we finally had to replace them. Uh, and and that's How many? huh. How many miles are
3: you
0: estimating? Um, well, cause I would drive on them like the day after an event, just cause I didn't want to change them the day of. Um, and, and technically, I'm still driving on two of them. I have two on the oh. back of my yeah, I have two on the back of my car right now because I had some alignment issue. Uh, and when I went to go install my coilovers this year, uh, the inside on the insides of two of the dws um cords were showing. So because I still had the, uh, the 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 615s laying around, I took the two best 615s and put them on the back, and that's where they've been pretty much all summer. So I got to get... I have a set of Koenig oversteers that apparently I bought with one of them having a bend in the wheel. So I got to get that wheel fixed and then get the Rikens on my car before winter hits. Um, cuz I won't have any grip in the rear otherwise. So, cuz I don't want to put uh <clears throat> on the snowflakes. So, cuz they're supposed to be my summer set of tires, but yeah. Right. It's not exactly how I had it planned out, but that's how hey, it's going to som- end up being.
1: Sometimes the best things come out of randomness.
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. I've been dying to put these freaking wheels on my car too, but I I haven't because one of them's bent. So I gotta figure out. I gotta get with. I, I know a couple of wheel dealers that I gotta get because I gotta get a matching wheel. So I think I just gotta buy a new wheel because of where the bend is. So it sucks, but it is what it is. Well, guys, do we have anything? Uh, anything we want to add before we? Sign off for the week.
1: Uh, don't buy Toyota tires.
0: Don't buy certain <laughs> Toyota tires is what I would amend. I, I mean, a, every tire, every tire has
1: its ups yeah. and downs.
0: I mean, I, mean, I really, true. honestly,
1: I really honestly should have done my research first. And all, in all honesty, because like the tread life and the efficiency rating, <laughs> even on
0: their own website, is dark trash. Well, what, what is the actual tread wear rating of that tire, John? What is the, what is the number know. that is the treadwear rating? Uh, a 2.0 out of 5. No, no, no. They're on the side the of the tre- tire, oh. there's a 3-digit number. What is it? Honestly, knows I, it I, now. Mean, I have no idea. <laughs> here, let me see if I can look it up real quick here.
1: Uh, 200 AA.
0: Okay, so it's a 200 treadwear tire that probably doesn't handle very much like a 200 treadwear tire. Although, for the record, the Goodyear Eagle F1s, that came stock on Focus STs. Oh, those are horrible. (laughs) They are apt. Let me tell you. So, I bought my car with 32,000 miles on them, on it, from a Ford dealer as a CPO car. So, they actually took the the Goodyears off the car and put Kelly, they were Kelly Edge 540s. Oh, no. Which are Justin eat. They're 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 a good all season tire. They're not good for much anything else. They're not. Good they're for a consumer tire. Yes. They're not meant for driving. Correct. Um, I did some pretty gnarly touring on them though, but it, they didn't like them that much. Um, but anyways, so I actually they actually gave me the Goodyears. As I, I mean, they were pretty bald because they had thirty two thousand miles on them. But Yeah. I think I might have got like twenty
2: five out of line.
0: So so I actually made the mistake of racing on them. And no. so so all of our Corvettes have had at one point or another a set of the same Goodyear Eagle F one tires on them. And very quickly, when we first started autocrossing in Tweety, uh we very quickly figured out that the Goodyear Eagle F one um in no uncertain terms, um, sucks very large amounts of donkey dick. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> why
2: they ever put it on the car.
0: I, d- I don't either. Um,
2: <clears throat> but even then, the freaking Pirelli P-Zeros, I mean, they're good, but they're still not. Like, Why are not... we getting the Michelin? Why are we getting the Michelin love like the Mustang on them?
0: Yeah, right, right. The the Pilot the Super Super Sports, Sports, Sports. would have been fabulous. Yeah. Even the 4 like, They're putting the Cup 2s on the freaking the GTs. I know. I know. Yeah, I I don't I don't get that. So Ford, if you're listening, tell us why, please, because that was <laughs> a horrible decision.
2: Yeah, man, I say I I I bought mine. It had nine thousand miles on it, and God, those UF ones are terrible. I mean, like I went from Eagle ones to what were they? Lexani. They were cheap oh. tire. Lexani tire. Yeah. But, like, it was just something – I was daily driving it, like, driving an hour and a half. I just got something that was cheap, high mileage. Right. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's what
0: the Ford dealer put on for me, you know, as far as the Kellys go. They were cheap. They're a high-mileage tire under normal driving conditions. But when uh-huh. – and I've even raced on the Kellys. Granted, it was cold, damp. So, I mean, it was it – uh-huh. Decent. I pumped them up so the sidewalls didn't flex, but I mean they were a decent oh. tire in that certain situation. But I hate I hate
2: soft wall tires, man. It makes my butthole bucker. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> it's not even that. It's it's the 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 flex in a soft in in a in a soft wall tire is horrible. Oh my gosh. It, it's God, garbage. It's just... well, honestly, about... I literally.
2: I would drive mine around the curves of Hawking Hills all the time. I can't remember what tires it was I got for the first time. I want to say – it wasn't like these or the chellies. There was something else that I had – a tire I had it in between. I think it was my snow tires that I had. Yeah. I threw them on and, like, tried to take them in some curves. And, oh, my gosh, dude. You just you
0: feel like you're about to lose control of the car. Or yep. like get going around a corner, and it rolls. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, uh, it just no. it just – and it, it, it almost it feels like body roll, and oh yeah. And then you terrible. add things like a stiffer rear sway bar to that, right? I gotta get, I gotta get
2: sway bars for my
0: car. That's that's one of the few things that's yeah. still. Soft. So I've have,
1: I've have one sitting in a box outside. That what I, what I will tell
0: what I will tell you about sway bars, Logan. You only need to change one.
1: Well, see, I've heard that
0: you should change them both. Nope, you only need to change the rear, because, because to, well the, the the front you got to drop the cradle. Yes, you have to drop the entire subframe.
3: That's
0: like so stupid. Yes it is. Here's the other stupid part. I'm going to have to start replacing bushings on my car. Yeah. I'm i af- I'm afraid to see what front sway bar bushings are going to cost me to get replaced.
2: Are, a are you, company Are you
0: going Are you going to go like uh, polyurethane, though? Uh I haven't decided yet, but I know I'm not doing them. Oh, I'm not come doing on. the fronts. No, just I
1: don't burn know. them. You just melt. Just burn them out. Yeah, just blowtorch them out. Either okay, that or do I the still, uh,
0: do the drill technique where you put a drill I, I, I don't have time to drop the rear the the front subframe to change the bushing. You, okay, it's so like you fifteen. It's like Nick. No, no, it's, it's, no. It all, in all honesty, no. It's oh,
1: only like uh, yeah, yeah. Kids <laughs> being crazy. It's oh. only uh, it's only like 15, 15 or twenty bolts, and it should be you should be able to. Well, you can get away. You
2: could get away with just doing the rear half of the cradle and dropping it a few inches and just supporting it with a, a jack or – trans- yeah, right. I do all my, I do everything on my car for the last, I don't know, year and a half on a, on a lift, so I'm spoiled.
0: Yes, you are. Well, I have a quick jack, but oh, – I've,
2: I've been wanting to get one of those for my garage, but my family – oh my gosh, I want one so bad.
3: I want to get
1: it. I want to get one of those uh those air jack, like the air
3: lifts. That's what, that's that's
0: what, what a quick jack is. Oh, it's a, it's oh, a mini yeah. hydraulic. It lifts it. I think it's twenty four inches off the ground at its highest detent. Yeah. And like we have air... one. We have we originally got one for our Corvettes, uh, but we do, we've done everything on it. I did my coilovers on it. We did. We've done. Two does different... yours have separate? Does yours have separate sides, or is it yes. one all thing? Okay, it is yeah. separate sides. Um. We've done two or three different suspension swaps on Corvettes. Yeah, dude. Man, brakes, <clears> and suspension, my tires on those together.
2: All I know is do you leave it mounted in place where
0: you can just drive over in your garage and hit the button? So, the quick jack, you can't mount in place and you cannot drive over it. Oh. Uh, you, uh, you cannot drive over it because of the uh, hydraulics that lift it up.
3: Oh, I got you.
0: Uh, also it's designed to be a mobile lift so like we've Mm. actually taken it places so we can change tires on our vehicles and Mm, go from that's why we got it was so Mm. that we could pack it up in the truck and we actually did that two years ago we packed it up in the truck took it to an event pulled it out had had tires changed in 10 minutes <clears throat> and we had to do some suspension tweaking and some other things, uh, so it's really good for that. Actually, can you leave it, Can you leave them up in the air for a long periods of time? Yep, yep. Oh. As long as long here's what I will tell you with that: as long as it is locked in a detent, do okay. not just let it rest on the hydros. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So you just, it has a locking
2: mechanism, and you take the pressure off, probably right? Correct. Yeah, that's how, that's, I mean, that's how any jack. I mean, any lift is. I mean, regular like lifts, you have to do
0: that. Yeah. So, we've had bad experiences where we've almost lost a Corvette because one side is deflated and one side did not for whatever
3: reason. Oh, woo! But, yeah, that's, I, be, I just that's because, for suspension.
0: that's because he doesn't, he has a habit of not locking it into a detent. I always do. So.
2: But anyway. It's got to be the first thing you do, man. As yep. soon as you get lift in the air, you got to do it. You'll forget. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I just want it because, like, when I did my airlift suspension, that was because that was all on jack stands. Like, if I can do it in a day, I can do it on a lift. But it took me three weeks to do my airlift because I built my entire. Well, I built that entire trunk setup, man. Like, I oh my- yeah. Cut the wood out, wrapped it in leather, built the box, wrapped it in leather, mounted yep. the tank, painted the – I mean, I did all – I mounted the compressor, ran the lines, the bags. I mean, I had most of it done the first week, but building the trunk set took the last two, plus waiting on parts.
0: Yep, Yeah.
2: But, like, it was on jack stands, like, on the top, the tip, the last fork on jack stands for three weeks. Ouch. In my garage. And I kept – I crawled under that thing from one end to the other, at least 15 times running the lines because I ran the lines I ran, I wrapped them in wire loom and then I went back over everything and like zip tied it really good to the
1: rails, the gas line rails and everything else. So yeah, you never would catch my fat ass under a car. On four jack stands on the very <laughs> top setting. <laughs> Not okay. ever in my life. I've done some. I, I've done shows you guys. I've done some sketchy stuff. Yep. But yes, I'm telling you right have. now, ain't nothing more scary than seeing a car fall. <laughs> you witness it once, man. <laughs> my fat belly gets stuck on the subframe
2: or oh, something.
1: Oh gosh. <laughs> See I'm thing, Just saying. Like, the bad
2: thing is, is dude, my belt my belly did hit it. I I hit the car because like it could it could only they were the shorter jack stands they weren't the truck ones so I think oh see that's a hell no then <laughs> so like I literally was like sucking my gut in like every time I would have to move right in the middle of the car like at the ends it's not bad but I I had no other no other options I can't I couldn't get the big jack stands under my car and my jack wouldn't even lift it that high like I had to walk the car up on the short jack stands because how low it was because it wasn't on
1: bags yet it was on coils i could barely get the jack under it like that's that's my that's my problem now because i'm gonna cut springs um i can't even fit my low profile jack under my car i have to drive it up on a block or drive it up on my front porch in order to get it underneath it
2: yeah that's how it used to be for me man like i got one of the harbor freight ones and i can get under it with that with that yeah, that's what it pro. is.
1: It's a it's uh one of the Harbor Freight like red Low Pro ones that they have.
2: Yeah, yeah. I See, yeah. mine
1: gets gets under it, but it got under it barely. But now I'm on air. I just air up. Like, dude, air is the best thing ever. I'm sorry, it's just I, I will. After I found out that you you can put the uh, the rear bags from an ST, the rear bags will fit the rear control arms and <clears> suspension wise <throat> for the shocks in the rear end on a uh, mk1 i, I definitely kind of want to bag my car now
2: dude it is the best thing ever like even like man there's people like autocrossing and beat them really well Like beat the crap out of them like no it is not I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now it is not as good as a really good coilover is it as good as a stock yes maybe even a little bit better um it handles well I mean you get a little bit of body roll but I've told that if you lower the PSI because it's supposed to be at 35 PSI 35 to 38 or something or 40 all the way around and I have it 45 and 55 because that's why it came It just it's a lot of work to change it because you gotta d- jack it up depress the bags adjust it inflate the bag let it back down and, but and then to adjust it you have to take it out of a freaking car unhook the airline like it's a big just big ordeal um, so that's going to be the winter project. But like, you can air it up and air it down wherever you want, man. Like, it's just it's such, it's such so be, nice.
1: It'd be really funny to like have it on uh, individual, like have each bag on individual switches. And uh, like, what 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 do they call that? Like raking the front end way up in the air.
0: Oh on yeah, a Mark
1: one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I just feel like it looks so stupid and funny. Well, I mean, you can you can do it. Like with
2: my controllers, like. Some people when they go cheaper. They do individual paddles like that. Like, but you can't move up and down fast. Like, it's not how like hydraulics. It's right. like it's like goes down slow, comes up decently quick. But it's not like on a bounce or nothing. Um, but you can like I even with mine. Like, if I hit a button and then, like if I hit the buttons, the presets they'll all go up and down at the same time. Or I can set it to where like the front comes up and then the rear or the rear and then the front, I think I might be able to do side to side. Like it'll air up the right side and the left, I think, I'm not for sure. I know I can do front and back, but cool. I can I can override it and just like, I, I have like, I can set the exact PSI in every single bag and I, it monitors it all on my controller. So like, if I have a lot of stuff in the back and like, cause my ride height is, Pretty low, still, like it still looks good rolling. It doesn't look like a monster truck, um, like a lot of people with air do. Like, because if you air it up all the way, it is crazy stiff. I'm talking like the worst racelands, like, it's I'm running on blocks when it's uh, exactly. uh <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But, oh my god. I had Racelands before the air suspension. I went from the cheap shit to the creme de creme. Like, I went from, I think I paid 350 or $400 for my Raceland, all uh, the red ones, the classics. And I've probably got, so like 350 400 to like 3500 to $4,000 in my air suspension setup. Jeez. I literally, like, smallest to largest.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, I think I'm at the bottom of the fishbowl right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got. I you have got. reached Yuck. maximum arm. You got like they're poop. They're plankton. Oh, then you got the janitor No, then then there's you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, it's one of those situations.
3: Oh yeah. All right, but it's
1: all right. I mean, I mean, it's all right. I mean, it works. Yeah, whatever works, especially for bouncing off the ground.
3: Apparently,
0: there you go. Oh jeez. All right, guys. I think we pretty much uh, covered all the topics I wanted to cover for the evening. <sighs> I thought we did pretty good. Uh, you guys got nope. anything else before we uh, come bring this shindig to a close for the week? I know everybody should
2: get mirror tent because it's cool.
0: Get what? I'm not a mirror tent guy, but oh, dude, that, that's mirror you. tent. Mir mirror, what? Yeah, it's tents for your
2: car that looks like a mirror. Yeah,
0: yeah. On the Google out, on the now. outside, it looks like a mirror. All yeah, right. <laughs> right. Well, while while John enamors himself with uh, mirror tint, uh, John, John, I'll hook you up when you need it. All right. <laughs> For Logan Simpson and John Rupp, I'm Nick Burnell. This has been Ruthless ST Radio, and we will see you next time. Have a good one. Or don't.